Welcome to another episode of Sunday's Strays, A House Sitter's Tales. This week I'm going to fill you in on what I do to fend off isolation. As I don't always have the luxury in my lifestyle to pick and choose the degree of social activity I'd like. It can depend on location, location, location and a couple of other things. So here we go. There's a downside and upside to a nomadic lifestyle and I have lots of projects on the go. I can't carry all of my stuff project-wise, so it goes in and out of storage. At the moment, the knitting supplies are back in Queensland, in the shed. And I don't get lonely on the face of it. I do sometimes feel alone and I crave human company at times. So that's a bit of up and a bit of down. And I can also be reclusive. A true introvert, like most of the people I'm attracted to the company of. It's a sense of community that I miss. Standing in the driveway chatting, spotting people I know at the local shops, ad hoc dinners and coffee dates, swapping plant cuttings, cooking with a friend. I always cook for two, sometimes more. Then fridge or freeze the extra servings. Lately, over the Christmas New Year period, I've had meal kits delivered. Just have to throw the ingredients together with less food wastage. In terms of travel itself, I wear all the costs. Petrol is far and away the biggest expense, followed by occasional accommodation in between house sits. But I'm okay with short breaks from house sitting, especially if it's a long stint in one place like my current urban city stay. Noise and traffic, even though this is a quiet area and it can get quite peopley. How many times in the past few weeks have I done a frantic dance trying to get into my pants after a knock at the front door? I try not to think about a time when I can't do this, the nomadic existence, for health reasons or otherwise and don't know what the future looks like. I keep one eye on the other end, a lookout for possible places to settle. To do that, however, I would need to know where and when. I come from a traumatic background, not made any easier after the COVID lockdowns, the five-month lockout from Queensland, and have always craved stability, security, all the things I've never had. Anyway, that's the downside. For the most part, I'm a happy camper. And if I don't like the noisy neighbours, can up stumps and drive on. So what can I do to keep myself occupied? You may be surprised to know I still work, casually. And it can be competitive being a freelancer. I have to work remotely on my laptop and have projects, also known as hobbies, do some part-time short-term study. Here's a rundown of those activities. I'm a prolific reader and a writer. The manuscript I'm working on runs to 54,000 words. It requires structural editing, more writing, 
any parts rewriting. My goal is to set aside mornings, weekdays, for this work. Like most writers, I read, read and keep reading. Mostly non-fiction, with a few thrillers in the mix. I used to read up to six books at a time. Not feasible as a traveller, even if now I download most of my reading matter. Still, I read more e-books than printed and just completed an audiobook, The Light Between Oceans. I couldn't read it in print. It felt like wading through a bog. Much better read as an audible book. I write every day. I'm a note-taker, a puzzler. Regular crosswords and cryptics. Jigsaws in an online community. Geocaching puzzles that need solving. To-do lists. Filling up my diary with house sits and notes fleshing out this podcast. What I don't do is hang around on social media or respond to the constant bing-bong of notifications. In fact, I turn them all off. I only get the email dings, though I admit to being online all of the time. I shop online, check business stuff online and keep in touch with people online just not doing the stalk book thing. I know firsthand how it feels to live with someone who is constantly distracted by social media. It was uncomfortable. I'm present in my relationships, even at a distance. That's how it should be. I do a bit of freelance work online. Some of it is written, proofreading, research, editing, stuff like that. And some of it is spoken. Audio recordings for AI training. Who knew my Aussie accent could be profitable? It doesn't look like much on the surface. But if you multiply 15 minutes of voice work as an hourly rate, it's a source of pocket money. Over the last year, I've completed numerous short courses, again online, with some written elements and field work in the case of herbal medicine. I did gut health, then advanced gut health. Reiki master, bought a knitting loom. It makes fabulous beanies and shopper bags. Taught myself to use Audacity software. Learned to solve cryptic crosswords. Worked at a polling booth in person. Volunteered at a cat shelter, mostly gardening, and a few other things. Read the herbal stuff, I carry my supplies with me. This property has an abundance of marigold growing in the garden. The seeds have been harvested to be shared with the homeowner and the neighbours. I've dried the petals to be ground down. Calendula is excellent for skin care and wound healing. I have a set of essential oils on hand and they don't take up much room. I can make personal products, room sprays, cleaning products, you name it. I have a bottle of dirt cheap vodka to preserve herbs. At a pinch, if I had visitors, they could drink it. Most of the time, I clean the house with bicarb soda and vinegar with a drop or two of essential oil. And I had a go at making shower steamers, which seemed to be popular and expensive to buy. My recipe was a bit crumbly, 
though they did smell good under the hot water. I like to cook, and it's in my interest to use up what I buy. It takes up room in the car when I pack to travel. Some stuff needs refrigeration. But I carry a few condiments and spices, just my favourites. I also have a bag of sportswear, including hiking boots and gaiters. My footwear travels in little shoe bags, a pack of three from a dollar store. A kettle ball, as it can be used for multiple exercises. I don't need much to create a workout routine. My e-bike, now that does take up room. And the car rack is at a whole nother level for bike racks. It's huge, though it folds up. And yes, there's a kayak. It's languishing at a friend's place back in Queensland, gathering dust. Anything can be combined with geocaching outings. A walk, a bike ride, a trip to the beach. I have bursts of caching activity. Depends where I'm based and what's around me to find. I'm in Sydney, so you think I'd be out there every day. Not so. Lots of distractions here, and family, and movies. Lawns to mow, a garden that needs care. Roses to prune, to pick for inside the house. And I enjoy the quiet mornings at my laptop, like I'm doing right now. Yeah, I get bored. When that happens, I pick up a crossword, or read a book, or venture outside even if it's just to buy a litre of milk. At this house sit, I have a swimming pool. It's undercover and needs minimal maintenance. I float around on my blow-up tyre in the afternoons with a cold drink and snack. What I don't do is ride around in circles, waiting for life to come at me. I get on with it. I'm a problem solver. So if something's not working, it's misfix it to the rescue. I enjoy finding solutions, life hacks, the satisfaction of making things work. That's what makes me happy. If the misery of lockdowns and lockouts taught me anything, it's that life's short and it's not sweet. It's what we make of it. Everyone needs purpose, though I'm not quite sure of mine yet. But I'm getting too old for drama. What will be, will be. Back here in Sydney, I named one of the chickens. Snowball is an escape artist. She flies over the not very high fence around her grassed enclosure. My job is to put Snowball back over the fence and tidy up her mess in the veggie garden. Earlier this week, I planted lots of seeds and used wooden ice cream sticks to label the plots. Maybe it's just an excuse to eat more ice cream. Snowball has done her best to undo my hard work. I also clean out the chicken coop every day. This morning I replaced the sawdust and encourage the neighbours to eat more eggs. I send them text messages, come and pick up eggs, top up the food and water. The crumble was running out, so I bought a bag of pellets. Apparently, pellets are too hard to eat. Now I'm mixing them with water and milk to make a mash. But my host was onto it. A large box appeared on the doorstep two days ago. 20 kilos of crumbles for the girls. The chooks are still laying an egg a day each, 
That rounds up to 21 eggs a week. One of the chickens lays humongous eggs. I think it must be Snowball. I haven't had to do much garden watering. It's rained on and off. Just run around the house with a water bottle and top up the pot plants. I've had homeowners tell me previous sitters killed off their plants. Something I try not to do. But you know, some plants are suicidal. I'm looking at one right now. The leaves are crispy and brown at the tips, even though it got a soaking yesterday. Which reminds me, the chooks need to be wormed. And yet people who don't know what's involved in house sitting ask me what I do all the time. Or think it's a free holiday. Yeah, I wish, sometimes, not often. When it hasn't rained for weeks and everything around me is dying, or the lawns need to be mowed every week. Or, as happened on a lovely rural property up north, there were over a thousand succulents and cacti across several greenhouses that had to be watered, then drained, so they didn't die. That was only a slice of the gardening maintenance on that block. So don't tell me I don't work. I'm likely to hand you a shovel, or worse, the dog pooper scooper. And we should talk about dog poop sometime, as I'm blown away by the various methods by which it gets disposed of, or not. But that's another story. This is a poop-free episode. It's also worth mentioning a post on social media around a year ago on a page dedicated to house sitting. A lady with two teenage boys and a dog. She was looking for a nice house with a swimming pool so she could kick back with a glass of wine and do nothing. All for free, of course. Lots of laughing emojis appeared under her post. A flurry of comments. Someone suggesting she book into a five-star resort. Others disturbed by her attitude. I don't actually think it was an attitude. Like some others on the site, I think she was clueless of the house-sitting concept, which is a reciprocal arrangement for mutual benefit. That means you have to do some work and aim to leave the property better than you found it. So there you have it. What do I do with myself all day, all week? Not much, really. If you're thinking of getting into house-sitting or looking and looking for a free ride, let me know how you go. I haven't seen the feet-up-sipping-pina-coladas side of it yet. But it's all good. I need to keep my mind and body busy and seem to have struck a fairly good balance. I've just come out the other side of a common cold flu-like thing and have been confined to base most of the week. Bless the super neighbour across the road after not seeing me around. He knocked on the door to check on me. The neighbours sleep in late, I get up early. We often miss each other. But grateful they keep an eye on my welfare and pick the fresh chilies as I can't eat them all. Pretty sure they're good for the cold though. I get parcels delivered to me wherever I happen to be and this week the gorgeous bathrobe I bought with a Christmas gift card from my sister, arrived. Can't wait to hit the pool this afternoon, then wrap myself up in my silky soft new robe. And I just had a couple of duffel bags delivered. 
You'd think after four years on the road, I'd have the luggage and packing sorted. Not so. I'm always looking for better ways to carry my stuff and make use of space. If you enjoyed listening to my ramblings, please hit the follow button. It will help you find future episodes. My content is released weekly on Thursday afternoon in quick bites of roughly 20 minutes. Occasionally, there may be bonus content on a specific topic. And you can listen to episodes in any order. These are my stories and experiences, but sometimes I'll talk to other house sitters and homeowners. So, if you're a fellow traveller, a virtual traveller, or merely curious about different lifestyles, again, thank you for listening. See you next Thursday. And... Happy trails wherever you may stray.